Hello, sweethearts, and welcome to another episode of the Midi Night Special. Really good podcast where we love talking about midis, and we love just having fun. My name is Ben Yaxley, and you might be thinking, Ben, you sound a little different today. You sound a bit lighter in the throat. You sound a bit happier. You sound like you got more pep than usual today. Well, that's true. And I've been thinking, why am I so cheerful? Well, it's probably because my co-host Tim is away in the tropics of Thailand at the moment. He's going on a Kentucky tour, so I'm happy for Tim because he's having fun. But I'm also happy for me because now I get some downtime. I can have the kind of fun that I want to have. I can get the ice cream flavor that I want to get. That's peppermint choc chip. And I can sit on the couch and watch the shows that I want to watch without feeling judged. I spent yesterday catching up on a show that everyone's been talking about lately, new seasons out, Game of Thrones, which I never used to be allowed to watch because, as Tim says, too lamestream. I don't agree, I think a show's a show, no matter how popular it is. But my verdict of Game of Thrones? I'm loving it. I'm loving the characters, Daenerys and her dragons, Jon Snow and his swords, Joffrey and his punk rock mischief, Hoda and his length. One-on-one, oh, great party. Get them in a room together, three's a crowd, sparks are gonna fly. And we don't know what kind of sparks is it gonna be, they're gonna be love sparks, sometimes characters fall in love, but sometimes they fight, sometimes they even die. So that's why this show's so good, it's so unpredictable. I love it, nothing's off limits, and as Jon Snow says in Game of Thrones, winter is coming, and that is so true for me. Winter is coming in my mouth. You might be wondering why my voice is so husky. I got a cold, I got cold winter, yeah, but also got ice cream in my mouth, that's why I'm so phlegmy. I've been just chowing through this peppermint, choc chip, bulla, full cream, ice cream. I've been loving it, but I've also not been loving having a sore throat, having coughing up green phlegm, coughing up yellow phlegm, sometimes brown phlegm. Um, I kind of spit it out onto the pavement. I feel pretty cool because it's like a cowboy spit. <laughs> I'm not going to talk about me spitting. Um, winter's also coming outside of my mouth. It's coming in the skies and in the air, and it's so bloody cold. On a wintry night, I had my friend Annie Morris uh, come in to take Tim's place on the Midi Night Special. Annie, if you want to know about Annie, she is, of course, the organizer of the French show we talked about last episode, Monkey Magic, which was the Fringe World show at the Brass Monkey, where children were allowed to vote on their favorite monkey-related video by throwing bananas into a basketball hoop. Unfortunately, they all voted for one video that was very inappropriate, which, due to Monkey Magic's uh, terms and conditions, gets to be played out on the big screen in the Northbridge Piazza. And I really wanted to ask Annie Morris how it went, how did the screening go, and how do you feel about your French show now that it's over? Yeah, it was alright. It went okay. The screening was unfortunate, but... It's funny that all the kids brought their parents. They came from all over Perth just to see this video that they voted for. I mean, I, I can appreciate the dedication, but in the end it was just sort of embarrassing for the team. Yeah, for the organisers and yeah, stuff. Yeah, Because all the parents were booing yeah. and all the children were cheering. Yeah, so I like, I just couldn't handle it. 
So you're not super happy with how it turned out? No, because in, going into it, I went into it, like, because, like, we're friends on Facebook. Yeah. And you'll see, like, I think it was earlier in the year I shared a video of um, from World Gorilla Day. Yeah. With the monkey that was rolling around on the floor. Oh, yeah, I love that And video. it was, like, doing flips. And I reviewed it recently, actually, and it turns out it was slowed down, so it wasn't actually going that slow. But right. it was rolling on the floor at the oh. zoo, which was good. And so that's, like, the kind of place I was coming from. Like, I like monkeys or apes, whatever you want to call them, primates, yeah. in a way that is appropriate for all ages. Oh, okay. And for all, all sensibilities. Yeah. But there wasn't really a line drawn at the event itself. Right. So maybe... But you curated all the videos that could be voted for. Yeah, well... So monkey If rule. I didn't include monkey pissing in his mouth... <laughs> If I didn't include monkey pissing in his mouth, it wouldn't have been objective. And, like, I come from a journalism background. Oh. So, objectivity is important to me. And there were, like, other videos that were similarly... Like, the subject matter was similar. Oh, so you're kind of trying to get a broad spectrum on... Um, yeah, exactly. The, yeah. the kind of views of apes where, you know, some people are like, monkeys, apes, they're great people, they're just having fun. They appeal to our childlike sense. Um... But some people are like monkeys, degenerates, rude, always doing yucky things, mm. toilet humour is all they like. Mm. So you're trying to get both sides of the story. Yeah. I think there's more than one way to like a monkey. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And you're um, a primate enthusiast yourself. Yeah. I mean, of course you are, otherwise you wouldn't be putting on monkey magic. No. I don't, I've like, everyone else that's involved in it is sort of like my friends, and they're only sort of doing it because I sort of wanted them to do it. Yeah. Um, so they kind of, you'd taken the blame for them for its controversy. I mean, I guess so. It really is an ethical dilemma. Like, I don't know if we're in legal trouble yet. Yeah. But whoever, like, I don't know, the urban planner of the Northridge Piazza is probably pretty upset. Because there was a lot of the general public there, not just people who came to Monkey Magic. But you could have stopped it from playing. Like, I know there was, like, Heaps of people protest. There was that huge Facebook protest. I don't know whether people actually went to it mm. after they clicked attend. But there was always people who were going to pick at the showing of monkey pissing in its own mouth at Northbridge Piazza. Mm. And you still went and showed it. Like, yeah, Was that your decision to continue showing it? Well, like I said, because I come from a journalism background, had I not shown it, it would have been a disservice to the public. Because that's what people voted for, so that's what people were going to see. Uh-huh. And I did see the protest on, on Facebook. Oh, yep. And, like, I reported it a few times, because it was hateful. <laughs> so, you <laughs> reported the protesters? I did, but it didn't get taken down, because Facebook HQ kept getting back to me, and being like, this is fine. And I get that, but there's some protests that shouldn't happen. Yeah, And even though it. I saw it, and I did click attend, because I was going to be there... So not only was I going to be at the screening, but also the protest, technically. So yeah. I was at both. And I guess in a way I was protesting my own... Um, something that I created. Whoa, that's yeah. punk. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I kind of saw it on 7 News. Huge wave of people, about mm. 24 people. Mm. They're all chanting, no row ape, <laughs> no row ape. Rethink the link to primate evolution. Mm. Yeah, that was a whole... Yeah. Like, I, I wasn't quite sure how to respond to that. Do you think they kind of were protesting it because they were anti-evolution? They didn't want to say, we evolved from this 
horrible fiend, you know, just urinating, slashing over its own open mouth. Mm. I suppose in a way, yeah. But there are people that do that too. Like that rugby player that did it once. <laughs> rugby player? <laughs> yeah, there was a picture of a rugby player pissing in his own mouth <laughs> in the bathrooms. <laughs> and, um... At, like, the stadium or something, and then it circulated. Challenge Stadium. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Whoa. Was yeah. that just, like, was he a high school rugby player? No, and he his was, friends like, just a... like, oh, look at what Jordan's doing. <laughs> he was a professional rugby player from Australia. Wow. Yeah. Out of all the ways you can be disgraced as a football player, I think that's, like, a better way to go. Yeah. It's, like, the opposite to the Ben Cousins route, I guess. Or um, the guy who was... Um, what did that guy do that was all over the news? He was like, cricket balls go through air with no friction. I'm going to slightly shave the cricket ball of my knife to make it go slower so the bowler won't be able to hit it. I didn't hear about that. It was like 10 weeks ago. Oh. There was some guy who was, oh, ball tampering. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah, knew okay. about ball tampering. I didn't know it was shaving a ball. Yeah. You can't shave most balls. I mean, like, sports ones. Watch uh, 50-50 with Seth Rogen and... <laughs> Joseph Gordon-Levitt. You'll see a bit of that. I love Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Hey, 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 I'm Steve Albini from Big Black. And I'm David Yao from Scratch Acid. And you are listening to the, the Midnight, Midnight Special. Special. So put your... <coughs> and listen to the sounds of Ben and Annie. Talking rock talk. And talking about the miracles of nature and life. Rock on. Hey. I'm here with Annie Morris, who organized Monkey Magic and is talking about its controversy. Yeah. It was... It, in the end... I might not make any more monkey-related friend shows. Yeah. But we'll see. Maybe I could do the same thing in like 20 years and the, and the kids will be grown up and they might make a more responsible decision. And they might have their own kids who will also make a responsible decision. If you can kind of educate them to, you know, vote sensibly in the future. Mm. That would, that, maybe that's... I think that could be my goal now. Maybe some sort of uh, primate-related workshop. Like the former SeaWorld trainers who are like, you know what? We're hurting the orca whales. Mm. We're going to now be the main advocates saying, ban SeaWorld, ban SeaWorld. Mm, mm. So you're trying to ban exploitation of monkeys? Not necessarily. I mean... What's your stance? My stance is to um, understand that all living beings have an ugly side, but that doesn't necessarily have to be on the forefront. Whoa, mind blown. <laughs> I'm going to think about that. How does it feel to think about it? I'm like, maybe I should be like more polite to my family and my workmates. Maybe, yeah. But then also at the same time, they might be getting the wrong idea of you. Yeah, they won't be getting the authentic self, which is me. Exactly, yeah. Badass punk rocker. Yeah. 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 True. Maybe that's like monkey things. pissing it. That's yeah. why people do bubbling. Which is which is what it's called when you <laughs> piss in your own mouth. Oh, I maybe it's a, it's a stance. Yeah, maybe pissing in your own mouth is the right way to go. 
So do you reckon this is like, that's a way to reclaim my identity in the workplace and stuff? I mean, potentially, but I feel like, maybe not in this day and age, but it feels like something you could get fired for. True, yeah. Yeah. Maybe not in this day and age. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Because yeah. if, I don't know, if I did that today and my work <laughs> found out about it. Yeah. Um, I mean, what are they going to do? Like, I can piss in my own mouth <laughs> in my own time. Yeah. Everyone's like, you're allowed to say whatever you want. You should be allowed to do whatever you want. To an extent, yeah. <laughs> To an extent. <laughs> and maybe, yeah, pissing in your own mouth is right on the borderline. <laughs> Anything worse shouldn't be allowed. What is it? I have to tell you about this great new podcast. Stop right there, Raymond. We've all heard the fishing story of when you use your iPod shuffle as fish bait. No, not that kind of podcast. A different kind of podcast, Rob. It's called the Midi Night Special. Midi Night? Ray, you know that's way past my bedtime. No, you can listen to it whenever you want, Rob. Even while I'm working on the oil rig? You can as long as your iPod's not fish, mate. <laughs> well, it sure is lonely on the rig. I'd love to have some oral company. <gasps> I didn't mean it like that, right? Anyway, how could I listen to this podcast? Well, you just look up www.soundcloud.com slash special. Mindy, how do I spell that? Haven't you ever heard of a M-I-D-I? It's well M-I-D-I! It didn't have to spell it out for me. Hmm. I remember when I was in school, um, I didn't stay for very long. So, but while I was there, um, I kept going into the girls' bathroom during class because I didn't want to be in class. So I'd go and go in the bathroom and walk to the one on the other side of the school. Right. So it would take like 30 minutes to get back if I walked really slow. Um, and I would find like $15 in change in the bathroom, like every day. And I would take it home. And I don't oh. know where it was coming from. I like, oh. I, I sort of thought it might, might have been some kind of sneaky drug deal yeah. from the naughty children. I wasn't one of the naughty ones. I was like, I was straight edge. I was in the emo group, but uh. I, also, I was also a floater. Like I had friends that were in every group. And everyone kind of liked me because I was nice to everyone. Yeah. That's how you make friends. But I also stole someone's money. <laughs> so. Every day? What, did you say it was every day? Like every time I went, yeah. For a few, ah. for like a couple of weeks. You know what I think it was? What? When I was baby boy, four years old. Wet the bed. <laughs> as all four-year-olds do. Mm. So my dad and my mom used to get up at 2am and put 20 cents on top of the bathroom toilet. <gasps> So if I woke up, this is behaviorism at its finest. If I woke up, I could go, and I know I was going to be 20 cents richer if I took a slash in the loo instead of my bed. And so I ended up, you know, waking up, operant conditioning, positive reinforcement, getting up, getting money, waking up dry. Yeah. What did you buy with the money? I think I didn't know how much things were. I was like, I'm going to buy a Pop-Top and bubble gum for me and my brother. Which I think would be like $5, but I could buy it for $2. Oh, okay. 
My my mum just like yeah. yeah, which is really nice. She would have been like, "You haven't earned that much." <laughs> that would suck. I'd be like, I'd give up on um earning money. Yeah, I think they went the right way. So I think maybe um that was someone's toilet training thing. Yeah. <laughs> I had a similar barter system with my parents as you did, but I was I, I had a dummy for too long. A dummy. Oh like yeah. A pacifier. Right. And. Like, there's a photo of me with one... I think I showed it to you. I'm holding one in my knuckles like a knuckle duster. <laughs> oh, true. I have one in my mouth. Yeah, yeah you do cat. look pretty old in that. <laughs> <laughs> you look like six years old, maybe. It was less than that. Oh, maybe okay. five. Five, yeah. <laughs> but oh, the, cool. at the Morley Galleria, there used to be a Disney shop. And me and my mum used to go yeah. there. Okay, I love that shop. Yeah. yeah. We used to go there and I would look at the toys. Mum would be like, not today. I'd be like, okay. Mm. But then my mum was like, if you take all of your dummies to the Disney shop, then you'll be able to buy something with it. Really? Yeah. Is your mum trolling you again? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, what happened was, I would um, I like got all my dummies and I'm like, okay, let's go to the Disney shop. And I went, and I picked out the toy I want, and it's in this room. <laughs> now, now I'm looking. And then um. Oh, okay. Up above Annie's bed, <laughs> we're recording in Annie's studio slash bedroom, is a funny Pluto dog. It's that pretty... looks life size. Yeah, it does, eh? But I took I took oh, wow. took all my dummies to the um to the Disney shop and um I got my toy and I went to the till and mum gave the dummies over and then the nice girl behind the till was like, Okay, thank you, see you and I went home with uh, my Pluto toy and I jumped on the trampoline with it. And everything oh, wow. was great. I did that like every day, um, but yeah, wasn't until I was older that I realized that she paid, and then the woman just put the dummies in the bin. Oh, so she actually right. did take them, which was good of her. Oh yeah, because otherwise <laughs> she'd just be giving uh, she'd be giving her produce away for worthless trash, I guess. <laughs> yeah, that's that's really nice. So she, all she said was, "Okay, thank you." <laughs> yeah, I'm sure that my sucks. mom has okay. some sort of arrangement. I'd be like way better. I'd be like. Oh, you've saved up. That's so good. Oh, if you keep saving up, you'll be able to buy a hundred Pluto pups. And that would have had like, the opposite effect. Really? Yeah, because then I would have wanted more dummies. Oh, true. I'd be, I'd be, I'd okay, I'd be engaged with this woman's child rearing anyway. I'd be like, oh, because I like children. They're nice little kids. I'm mm. like, yeah. I mean, what I was a cold-hearted a... shop attendant. I was a shy kid, so I probably didn't even look her in the eye. Oh, uh, yeah. And I I remember once, when I went to Melbourne when I was, like, four, mm-hmm. we were on, the like, the tarmac, which was a bit weird, but... We <laughs> the were... tarmac? Yeah, like, where the... like, a cool thing? <laughs> where the planes on. are. Oh, yeah, right. <laughs> okay, yeah. <laughs> and there was this old lady there, and, well, like, when I was little, I had, like, all this curly blonde hair, mm-hmm. and I was pretty cute, but I didn't like it. <laughs> I didn't like it when people, like, looked at me. Uh. So this old lady was looking at me. And um, she was like, oh, what a cute little girl, because my mum was there too. Oh, uh, yeah. And I turned around and I said, shut up. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's what my brother and I would say what? to each other. Because <laughs> Jim would say, shut up to me. I'm like, shut up to you. Yeah. Shut up. Yeah. And so that was my um, response to a lot of adults <laughs> when I was four. <laughs> right. Well, 
I said that to my grandma when I was five, and she got a bar of soap and scrubbed my mouth with it. I can still feel the flecks of soap flecks in my mouth to this day. That's shocking. Felt like my mouth was on fire. Wow. I think that was like the one time I was abused as a child. That never happened to me and my brother, but my, I remember once, because we knew about the term of washing your mouth out with soap. Yep. Um, I remember my brother and I, we were like young enough, like six years old, to be in the bath together. And my brother was like, hey, dad, can I put soap in my mouth? Because he wanted to know what it felt like. And then he got like like the hand soap, like the one that you pump. Yeah. And he I pumped it into <laughs> his mouth. Because <laughs> my dad was like, yeah, I guess if you want. Well, what, did he cry? No. Uh, okay, he was I would have cried. I was a cryer. Oh, uh, yeah, I would have cried. Like, <laughs> like, I'd be like, what's going on? <laughs> But have you ever, uh, yeah, that's kind of like, like a nightmarish version of me when I worked at McDonald's and I used to just like, end of the shift, waiting for my parents, no one's around, I put my face down by the uh, Sunday machine and just pump that chocolate syrup into my mouth. Was it soapy? No, but I got turned off chocolate syrup very quickly. Yeah. Is I was that... like, this isn't good. <laughs> Is that even comply with H&S standards? Well, I didn't wrap my lips around the <laughs> nozzle of the thing. So if, I, if a customer came in and did it, it would be okay? This is before McDonald's was 24 hours. Oh. So we used to close at 9. Oh. And, um... That seems like light years away. Yeah, 9 o'clock, anything goes. Bloody... Throw a hamburger against the wall. Bloody, yeah, it was cool. What else did you get up to at McDonald's? Um... I used to get French fries, leftover French fries, and I used to like, on my canine teeth, the sharp ones, I used to like put them, like wedge them into those teeth. I just got blind, Dracula. <laughs> did your co-workers like it? I <laughs> did not. That's they were nice. like, fuck off then. <laughs> How old were you? I was like 14. Shout mm. out high school. Still, I just watched, um... Interview of the Vampire, and then Twilight was about to come out, and so I thought pretending to be a vampire was really cool back then. I mean, I'm sure, I'm sure it was. <laughs> I think they didn't like it because it was unrealistic. Like vampires don't have teeth that are like six centimeters long. Yeah, they don't have like teeth fried. that yeah look like chippies. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. What's the worst thing you've ever done at a job? Not a lot. I'm pretty clean cut, but I used to work at a pet shop, Whoa. and it's still around. And there's this old lady there, and um, there was these ferrets that they used to have. Yeah. And there was these little tiny baby ferrets that were like pink. Yeah. And we went in um, one morning, and she noticed that they weren't like they were dead, pretty much. Ugh. And so she started giving them mouth to mouth. And they were really small. They were like bigger than a jelly bean, maybe more like wedge size. Whoa. And then she gave them mouth to mouth. And then she put them in her shirt under her bra to keep them warm. Yeah. I don't know when she took them out. She's so cool. <laughs> I guess so. She's still like She's Bondi so vet. Cool. That's like, oh man. You do that to your own baby though. Like yeah, that's guess, like the yeah, height of... Course. of Vegans talk the talk, but can they walk the walk? Will they revive a dead ferret, nuzzle it with their own breasts, 
breastfeed her if they need to. Mm, I'm sure she would have, had she been able to. Vegans would be like, oh, that's disgusting. Give me my quinoa salad, please. <laughs> my Buddha bowl. <laughs> Give me my Buddha bowl, please. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, I don't think she's vegan, though. Uh, yeah. Or even vegetarian. Well, goes to show. People are nice on all levels of dietary choice. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why I'm anti-vegan. So <laughs> you are listening to the Midnight Special. Take it away, Ben. All right, that's the end of the Midnight Special. Uh, thanks so much, Annie, for coming in. Well, thanks for having me, and thanks for all the time. Just oh, yeah. Okay, right here? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, thanks, everyone, for listening, and see you later. Bye.